What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast. I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with his co host and co coach, KG, and I'm on the microphone. And today's episode was inspired a while back, a way, way while back, five years ago. We made a YouTube video, Seven Things I Wish I Knew Before I Started Lifting. Don't Make the Same Mistakes. Whether you're a beginner, an intermediate, or just advanced and a veteran in the lifting game, it's always interesting to hear other things, you know, people. We've been in this now for over 10 years lifting, over six years coaching, and we're really excited to show you some of the mistakes we've made that we wish we could have fixed so you can get ahead of those and not make the same mistakes. So what's number one? So number one is you are going to want to do weights before cardio. And I think when it comes down to just being new to the gym and just being a little bit excited and walking in there and also just not knowing where everything is, it's very easy to opt to the cardio equipment. And I was actually looking at something this morning that said that the gyms always put the cardio equipment at the easiest convenience. You always see it first when you walk in, that's what you see. So it's very easy to go to that. So I do find quite a few people will spend 30, 45 minutes, maybe even an hour on it, and then go and do very little strength training. But at the end of the day, most people are looking to improve their body composition, improve their strength, improve their longevity, all that great stuff. And strength training is going to be so important for you. So you don't want to be tiring yourself out. Long story short, if you want to do a five to 10 minute warm up on the treadmill or something like that beforehand, that's totally cool. But to get the best bang for your buck, you're always going to want to start with weights and just put your most effort there. And then if you have some time and if your goals are related to cardio based, then you'll do it afterwards or maybe another time later on in the day, which is what I personally do. But that's going to be number one, do your weights before cardio and you will see the best benefit possible. Yeah, this is a fantastic one. It's really important you prioritize what you're doing when you go into the gym. Another big one adding on to that is just to make sure you're doing your compounds before you do everything else. This is what's going to require your most energy, where you can get incredible strength gains, where you can bring a lot of intention. And that's why you always want the start of your workout to encompass a bench, a squat, a deadlift, a, you know, a, a hip thrust, a OHP, anything like that. You want to make sure you're doing those things with intention first. And the same with easy things like adductors, biceps for later. And this goes just the same with Kyle's number one, which is making sure to do weights for cardio if that is your key goal. If your key goal is to be the world's best marathoner, put your running first, then do your weights. But for most people who want to improve their composition, who want to just improve their muscularity, this is what you're going to want to do first. Do those weights. There's nothing wrong with doing a slight warm up, but put your full intention, your full energy when you're the freshest into that key thing. And the same with compounds. And number two is to really lift with purpose, to go into the gym with purpose and not just wing it. When you're just there and you just want to get it done and you're I just want to get this done as soon as possible so I can get out of it and get on with my day. I hate working out. This is so brutal. Instead, if you can go in there, have a goal in mind, whether you want to get stronger, lose weight, build muscle, anything at all like that, it's going to make it a lot easier to get in there. When you know what you're working towards, when you're on a great routine, when you have intention and direction, it's going to be a lot easier to just keep to that routine, to keep showing up, to know the goals you're working towards. And that's why we've spoken to that a lot in the past. So going in with purpose and intention is a great hack to help you get better results. Absolutely. I couldn't say that better. And that's going to bring me into number three, which is it never hurts to ask. And a lot of these tips are stemmed from us seeing new people in the gym right now. And also just remembering back to when I was a beginner in the gym. And it's a scary place, especially if you're not sure what everyone's thinking. If you've just never been in there, it it can be intimidating and we don't want it to feel that way. That's what our main purpose of is with this fit, healthy and happy podcast to make you feel comfortable, to make you just know that you're doing everything, you know, the way that it should be done. And we believe in every single one of you. So that's 
that's why all these tips are uh, aimed to help you. But when it comes down to asking a simple question, everyone's there. Everyone there is willing to help you. There will obviously be one person there in a rush, head down, everything like that. But at the end of the day, if I'm deadlifting, I see a new person beside me and I'd rather instead of you with your back rounded, potentially hurting yourself, so say, hey, I just have a quick question. Do you mind if I ask you this is this? Absolutely no problem. And even just when it comes down to the gym staff, they're always there for help. If there's something like a machine that you're not really sure how to use, if there's an attachment that you're not sure, not sure how to use, a lot of people have been going there for quite a few years. And believe it or not, a lot of people are actually really friendly. Even if you see someone lifting really heavy or grunting a little bit or you know putting some intensity in, they're always willing to help. So it never hurts to ask. Even once again, personal trainers, uh, just any gym staff, they're always there for any questions. So don't be scared. I'd rather you ask someone a simple question instead of getting hurt and maybe doing something incorrectly. So that's going to be number three. Yeah, we were inspired by this because we have a buddy down with us visiting. He's newer to the gym and he even just, he's been asking a ton of questions and he's been said he's been nervous to go in and it's hard to know if he's doing the right thing. He doesn't like feeling like a lost puppy. One thing I loved he said though, that was really cool is he he's a smaller, skinnier guy and he's looking to beef up, put on some great muscle mass and he's been training really hard and taking amazing first steps of doing that. And he mentioned there's another guy in the gym who is also a skinnier guy and they nod to each other. And he said, before you know it, they're gonna be having conversations, they're gonna be working out with each other before they can know it and you can get a really good idea of who's in there to socialize who's smiling at you when you walk by who's just a nice approachable person and over time believe it or not you'll start to understand and make friends in the gym and this goes perfectly into number four which is to aim to go to the gym at a consistent time and one of the great reasons for this even we went later the other day and Kyle mentioned he's like I feel like I know no one in here and we're at a whole new gym and a whole new country and a whole new city but we've been going there now for two weeks and we know our 9 30 a.m. gang like those are the people we see day in, day out. We saw a buddy from last year. We're smiling at some people. You get to know people just indirectly through being there. And it makes it a lot more comforting and motivating to get out there. And what's great about it too is you do start to get some of those shallower friendships but beneficial friendships where you can smile at people you can get to know them you can share tips with each other you can motivate each other sometimes you'll come in and be like oh it's they'll be like what's up you'll be like oh it's a tough day i gotta drag myself in here they'll be like get after it you can do it i just finished mine little things like that go a long way and it's very motivating and even for me i just had such a hard time we went golfing early in the morning and then we went out later it was just brutal getting out there for me i just i know i go to the gym at 9 30 my body naturally feels good to it i've had some nice coffee i've got some work done i'm kind of itching to get out after lunch i like a bigger lunch i don't feel as energetic i don't like having as much coffee it's just a lot harder for me to put that off but by me knowing i knocked that out first thing in the morning that's when i feel best it makes it that much easier for me to keep showing up i feel more comfortable seeing the same people i know the levels of how busy it is if you're somebody who goes to the gym at like a more of a you know a lull time and then you start going at 7 8 p.m or 6 p.m like right after work it's going to be nuts you're not going to be used to it you're going to be uncomfortable with your machines and the more we can make it easy and comfortable and relatable for us to just get out there and do it the more consistent we will be with getting it done yeah if you're always going at random times based off your situation i totally get there will be sometimes you have to adapt but at the same time your body just gets used to the routine and if you give yourself less options to skip out and you know every single day no matter what I'm going at this time I'm setting my alarm I'm getting after it it'll go such a long way there'll be less obstacles to skip out and you're going to get some incredible results and just stay consistent for the long run so number five is just simply hiring us we've been doing this for so many years and we've seen so many different obstacles so many different situations everyone's so unique even based off of the actual workouts the amount of days that you need to work out 
there's so many different things that are taken into consideration will save you a lot of time money energy and also when it comes down to just having that more comfort comforting feeling knowing that you have a dedicated routine based off your situation that alone can increase just your confidence in the gym knowing what you're doing 100 times over and i think that's where a lot of people struggle as they do walk around like a lost dog just kind of oh maybe i'll try this okay no i'll do this and especially if gyms are a bit busier or just not sure how things work it can be very demotivating that's where a lot of people fall off because they're just like oh well whatever like when i know i have five days of working out and the dedicated routine that josh put together for me i'm doing those five days that's what i'm doing but the times in the past where i used to struggle is i just follow something random i wouldn't really care i'd kind of walk around there we've all been there but you're not going to get as great results as you would when you actually have the coach when you have that accountability when you know you're checking in with your online coach via video through text message we will be there for you so right now we do have five discounted spots send us a message with the keyword real results we'll take care of everything for you take care of the guesswork and you'll just have to show up and put in the work and we can guarantee you'll get some incredible results this year and uh, yeah just absolutely crush it so send us that message on instagram and we look forward to helping more of you and there's no shame with getting help. A lot of the time people will say, oh, I'm not a pro athlete. I don't need a coach. I'm going to figure it out. I want to learn to do it by myself. And I find that's like we've spoken so much about the obstacle being the way, but there's this mindset that everyone needs to figure it out fully. But it makes no sense to do it wrong 100 times before you do it right when someone can be there just to show you focus on this, do this, eat this way. This is why this is important. And for the rest of your life, you're going to have the tools to see continued success instead of struggling, getting it wrong, getting demotivated, ending up in a worse position. We're here to guide you through it. We can see around corners. We can help you blast through these obstacles and ensure you're seeing faster progress. And the more you can get comfortable, the faster you can see progress, the more you're going to be addicted to that journey, the more you're going to find joy in getting stronger and doing new challenging things and seeing your body change. So if you haven't done this before and you you want to get real results once again five spots incredible opportunity go ahead and dm us on instagram at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t now into number six that is to not to be afraid to fail and to learn how to fail it can be scary failing doing things wrong as i just said getting in the gym dropping the weight worrying everyone's looking at you everyone's judging can be very just a frightening thing or being someone who's maybe you're a smaller person, maybe you're a 110 pound female and you want to go use a bench press when there's all these massive 200 pounder dudes lining up to use it. Everyone should know they have just as much of a right as anyone else to use any of the equipment to get on there to better themselves. And it's not about who's doing more or how you look, any of these things. It's important to get on there and you may, you may lift it a little awkwardly. It may feel odd. It may take a second to learn the proper passive motion uh, for the barbell. That's totally okay. You need to understand it takes time. And as long as you have that effort and that desire to do well, there's nothing wrong with failing, looking a little bit silly, having the weights clang because you're still kind of learning your range when doing it. And just the same, even failing on a lift failing on a lift is part of the journey i fail on my lifts all the time not so much lately as i become more of a veteran and i really know my percentages and my abilities really really well i also have the benefit of lifting with a spotter the whole time but for people that don't know how to even our new buddy that came out he's always lifting by himself kyle took a couple minutes today to show him how to fail a squat safely now he's going to be able to push himself that much more on the squats to really learn his limits and have a lot more comfort because it's actually quite dangerous not knowing how to fail in any of your lifts if you don't know how to fail in a squat, that's how people get seriously injured. The bar can roll down your back. You can get crushed. All these things can happen. It sounds scary. And like the proper way to fail a squat is actually kick the bar off your back, fall to your knees and let it land on the safeties. But when you know this, at least in the back of your mind, you always say, I'm going to be okay. Even if I absolutely fail this lift, there's nothing wrong with that. And being close to that failure, being closer to that challenge, you should always be lifting at about an eight to a nine out of 10. 
you're going to see a lot more progress in someone who's playing at ultra safe than hasn't increased their weight in six to 12 months. So it, there's nothing wrong with failing, learn how to fail, and you're going to see way, way more results in your journey. Yeah. Even just when it comes down to it, the bench press, there's always going to be little safeties. There may not be safeties. Like you really have to start to understand that even for the bench press as well. We don't really use the clips on the side if we're by ourselves, because you may want to, if you do happen to fail and get into a tricky situation, you dump it to the side versus being stuck with it on your, on your stomach. And even our buddy, when I was showing him the whole squat situation, usually he'll lose, he'll use 25 pounds on each side. He says, that's what I'm comfortable with. We tossed 45 pounds on each side. He did four by six. He felt more confident. He had the spotter there, but I said, Hey, going forward, we got to teach you how to do this. And it just, it makes such a big difference. And that's where a lot of people struggle is they're always in the back of their head. You're like, what if I look silly? What if I look weird? What if something happens? So that's why you want to take all precautions. And like Josh said, uh, start to learn how to just do it safely. And number seven is placing. Uh, so this is a bit of a random gym hack that I think a lot of people don't know when you're doing deadlifts, uh, you can, instead of just like, you know, especially even myself and Josh, when we start to work out together, we're using different weights. Sometimes he'll have four to five plates. Sometimes I'll have three to four, sometimes two, whatever the situation is. But in, in order to change the weight safely and I guess easily, you can just actually put a 10 pound plate underneath the one side, roll it on top of it, and then you can strip it down very easily versus having to just jam it and put potentially pull your back out. I've seen a lot of people just like really start pulling the weights off on the one side when it can't really move as much. Whereas when you roll it onto a, a 10 or a five pound plate, it just makes it a lot easier. So that's just a simple little hack to kind of make the process a little bit simpler uh, or not simpler, a little bit easier uh, when it comes to changing your weights for the deadlifts. Uh, so that's just a little fun fact and a little gym hack for today. And there's a ton of fun little hacks like this because if you've been sitting there like struggling to lift the weights, it can be really awkward, especially once you get over 300 pounds because it's hard to lift it up and it takes a lot of energy. So you want to make sure, even for myself, getting towards the six pound squats and all these or deadlifts rather, it can be really a challenge loading those weights. And sometimes that feels like more of the workout and you don't want to be wasting your energy. So learning small things like a 10 pound plate, sometimes you get away with a five, learning these little hacks about how to do things more efficiently. It's just gonna give you more confidence. And these are things you only discover from being in the gym longer, consuming other great fitness content and going out and playing and trying different things. We also enjoy sharing a lot of these different tips, hacks, and just overall things that are gonna get you better in your fitness journey on our Instagram. So it's really important you are following us there. We actually share this one with video, so you can go ahead and check that out on our Instagram. It'll be the second link right below the fantastic deal we have to get started with coaching. We'll link right to this specific reel, so you can go ahead and check out the visual on this one and now into number eight uh, so this is a huge one and this is something i stand by quite a lot and i've been there and that's to realize that people aren't judging you it's even funny i feel so confident in the gym i never feel uncomfortable i could care less i'll do whatever motion even if i look silly like a glute pull through or something like that never really cared i just i've been in there so long I look at no one else. I don't really care. The only time I look at people is often when I see things that I like they're doing. I'll be like, oh, that's smart. Like even today, a guy was doing stiff leg deadlifts and he had a 45 plate under his feet to kind of elevate him forward to help him really push into his hamstrings. And I thought, wow, that's actually really intelligent. That's a fun little thing to try out. And you can observe from different people the things they do well, as well as the things they're doing poorly. But I try to focus on what people do well. And most of the time, I'm only focused on myself. And being in there, being a beginner, anytime I see a beginner, I just think, wow, I'm proud of that person for getting into it. And I love seeing them progress and do better. But I rarely, like I said, am looking lift, looking at them whatsoever. But in your mind, it can be so easy to think everyone's looking at me. And even as I mentioned for myself, I was in this new gym. I was looking for a machine. And I kind of felt like a lost puppy. And that was something our friend kept saying. He doesn't like feeling like a lost 
lost puppy and he's doing all these different things. And I felt that for a second and I'm like, okay, why do I care? It's not a big deal. No one was looking at me and it's just something, it is hard mentally and it's something I'll have to overcome. But the only way to overcome it is to keep showing up, to keep going to the gym, to keep getting comfortable. And in time, that is something you will get past. But everyone's focused on themselves. Everyone's worried about how they look, how they feel, how they're doing, all these different things. No one's staring at you unless you're doing something ridiculous, like you're being that person that's just screaming their lungs out every time they do a rep, slamming weights, or just being inconsiderate. And number nine is just going to be to take it slow and start with less weight and work up. You can always go up from a specific weight that you start with. You want to make sure that you're doing quality form and just instead of having to jerk it around or ego lift or just do anything like that, we want to make sure that you're in it for the long run and you don't get injured. And I've had this happen myself. I hear so many different horror stories of just someone hurting their shoulder, pulling their back, doing all these different things because they're competing with someone else or because they're just ego lifting or doing more weight than they're used to. And it's just such an important thing to make sure that you start to build up, you start to use weight that you're comfortable with. And I want to add a little 9.5 here is don't be afraid to increase as well. I think a lot of people just get so comfortable and so used to a specific weight that they never increase it as well. So there's two different sides of the story there, but just make sure that you are able to build up, you're able to comfortably lift it, but at the same time that you do challenge yourself. So there is a fine line. Once again, having the coach, having someone guide you, having someone to answer all these questions when there's so many different confusing things, will be able to take care of you and get you some incredible results. But even myself, as I reflect back on one of my little shoulder injuries, that's to this day still bothering me. I wish I had a couple changes. I wish I didn't, you know, do a couple different shoulder days in a row and everything else I was taking place. It was a bit silly, but at the end of the day, these are things that we wish we knew. And now we're sharing all these things to save you so much more time, money, and energy. And a big thing here that I also want to add on is when I do look at people, I'll see beginners that are doing lightweight with good form, but ooh, this person's going to be a beast. I'm going to have to watch out for this person. There's nothing worse seeing someone new. They come in, they're doing things right. They're squatting to depth and they get excited and they end up squatting two plates and they're like doing little quarter squats or one eighth squats and, or they're doing deadlifts or the crazy around the back and they're like buying a one-way ticket to snap city. That's what I don't like to see. It's like, Oh, you know, I'd just rather see someone doing a lighter weight with really great form. And once you're there though, you also need to get over that mindset of everything needs to be perfect. If you're doing your reps with good form and your last rep, maybe your second last rep aren't hundred percent perfect. Maybe they're a six or seven out of 10 in terms of form. That's okay. Getting a couple force reps to finish out the set is okay. For instance, if I'm benching with dumbbells and I start to arc my back a little bit to heave into that last uh, bench, once again, it's not the world's greatest thing, but it is gonna help me get a little bit stronger. And my goal is to minimize that. And if I'm doing that for too many reps, I need to say, okay, I'm going to drop the weight and adding on to this a good little 9.5 is not being scared to change your weight from set to set it's so easy to come in pick a weight and say I'm doing fives let's get it you do your fives you do 10 and you're supposed to do 10 you're like hey I could have probably done 30 but I already have these so I'm just going to do my two other sets you're wasting your sets like it's a warm-up it's not even hard for you clearly you can do way more grab the 25s you grab the 25s you can't even do two and you're like oh my goodness I overshot like crazy this is not correct at all then you grab the 15s those feel perfect nothing wrong with that it's just going to take a little bit time to tease out what weights you should be using and as you become more advanced you can become hyper aware of what to use and be more consistent within that and then last but not least is to watch your form videos before going to the gym if you're on a great workout routine something i do for all my clients is i encourage them to look up the things they don't know learning thing on the fly is going to be a lot more uncomfortable you're going to feel a lot more silly 
People always comment on our YouTube videos that they don't even know how to start a machine or how to properly sit on the machine. And it's tougher than ever with people using machines for a hundred different movements. We're gonna make a funny reel on it, how anything can be turned into a glute machine. I was doing something silly, like a glute kickback with, I can't even remember what it was, like I think a back machine or something silly. I wasn't actually doing it, but people are getting pretty creative with using machines, some for really great things, some for not as great things. but. A lot of people that are new, it can be hard to see that, think that's what you need to do, but then look at the picture, it's completely different. Even our buddy came up to us in the gym, there was this new shrug machine they put in, the photo shows it's working your lats, not your traps at all, and he's like, I don't understand how this is working my lats unless I like bend over and do a pendulum row with it, which doesn't seem to be the use at all. So sometimes the stuff just is assembled, the imaging can be a little bit confusing, but any motion you wanna learn or do, you could just search up Colossus Fitness, XYZ, so Colossus Fitness Bench Press, Colossus Fitness shoulder press machine. And we have some really fantastic detailed videos on that. And we will link this in the description down below as well, our entire form playlist where you can learn how to do motions, not only right, but better. So you can see faster results, do a full range of motion, have complete confidence when you go into the gym to do them. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think that's it. Number 10 is complete. And we just want to say thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Once again, send us that message. Do not be scared to. We do not bite. Our goal is just to simply help you get the results so much faster and also keep them. Teach you everything that you need to do and just give you the right protocol so that way you don't have to struggle. So that way you know exactly what you're doing and you're able, you're able to have that confidence to be able to do it and stay consistent with it. So send us that message on Instagram, real results. We're so happy to hear from you and thank you so much for tuning into this episode.